Welcome, everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Poliafito, and I have here today uh, at Retina Synthesis, Professor Kevin Blinder of the Retina Institute in St. Louis, also a professor at Washington University School of Medicine. Kevin, welcome back to Retina Synthesis. Well, thanks for having me, Carmen. Appreciate it. You were the protocol chairman for uh, Protocol AK, Home OCT, on the network, and gave a an excellent summary of the findings of this trial at the ASRS meeting. Can you tell us about home OCT and why it's important for the average retina specialist? Well, I, th I think it's a breakthrough technology. Um, it's it's from Notal uh, under Kester Nan, um, who's been very uh, cooperative with our with our trials. Um, and really, we're we're building on the foundations that that you made, Carmen. You know, being one of the founders of OCT technology, we appreciate what you've contributed to this area. So I, I think that home OCT is going to be um, going to be something that's really going to play a role in our in our uh, treatment algorithm in the future. It's it's something that that patients can can keep in their home, and uh, it's a light device um, to set up. is very easy. Uh, the the uh, the whole system uh, calibrates on its own, takes the refractive error, the actual length, uh, just uh, to the to the uh, um, uh, position of the head as well, and and essentially takes a uh, uh, spectral domain OCT uh, average time forty seconds per eye. It does eighty eight B scans, thirty four microns apart, within a ten uh, degree uh, area or three by three millimeter uh, area focused on the the fovea. Well, so I think that this technology is going to enable us to really follow the fluid curves of these patients, detect when patients have changes in their fluid, it, it accesses the uh, the intraretinal fluid and subretinal fluid status. It can enable us to go could, to go longer um, in duration between visits if the, if the retinas stay dry, or it may allow us to bring patients in sooner when they're having trouble when when they're already on a treatment extent protocol. So there were previous uh, trials of the no-tell device, but the network study that you headed really looked at how practical it would be to do a clinical trial to validate this clinical ap application. Can you tell us about the design of the protocol? Uh, yeah, so ours was really a feasibility trial to enable us to see how well this functions for a large scale trial in the future called protocol AO. Um, so we were really looking at a few things. One, does the Notal home OCT unit really work from the home? Ours, ours was really the first trial to look at treatment naive neovascular AMD patients um, using this, this, this unit at home on a daily basis for six months. So could it work from home? What, what, is, the, uh, what is the process in obtaining the scans and actually delivering the scans data to Notal, which is the NOAA analyzer, the, the Notal OCT uh, uh, analyzer, which is based on an AI uh, uh, algorithm to actually look at the uh, the intraretinal subretinal fluid. How does that transfer? How well does it work? How does Notal get the information from their center to the physicians? In our case, to to the DSCR network, we had three uh, three study centers that were involved. Um, is this is are these measurements accurate? So another objective of our, our trial was to actually compare 
the homo suti analysis the data uh to uh on the same day uh, uh taking the same day in our in our offices to the spectral domain oct uh, data that was obtained uh, at the reading centers so we we'll see what the the agreement rate was between the uh the two different uh, uh units so what were the highlights well the highlights were um we ended up uh, recruiting um, for different for variety variety of reasons. Um, we ended up recruiting fourteen patients. We started with forty, um, and we we actually uh, 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 part of the, the trial was to also also look at um, recruitment barriers that that uh, exist with this type of new technology. Um, so we ended up with fourteen uh, due to uh, different reasons. One, uh, not every elderly patient has a smartphone with good cell cell phone connectivity. Um, number two, uh, patients like to go on trips, so travel was a factor. Number three, uh, not everyone's anatomy is the same in the office. When they, you know, something like a totic eye uh, occurs, the photographer just lifts the eyelid uh, and gets a clear scan. While at home, you know, the patients aren't really expected to do that. So we. We saw we we saw a bunch of different recruitment barriers, and I think this is great data for for our coming trial, the large scale trial, because because of these uh, um, uh, barriers that we that we identified, um, we're actually making changes uh, to the protocol. Number one, uh, Notal is actually allowing for travel. Anyone that leaves for two weeks or longer, they'll actually send a unit to their to their destination to use there until they come back. Um, number two, cell phone activity, uh, I think will be, uh, won't be as much of a factor. We'll use the cell phones, but also we're going to use Wi-Fi connectivity, uh, for the, uh, to transfer the data. So I think that will, uh, uh be a, a much better system, uh, uh, for data transfer. Um, number three, patients that just didn't realize they just didn't want to really be part of the uh, trial or didn't like the way the OCT functioned. Um, two things. One, we're going to have OCT units in the office. Uh, prior to their to their randomization, they're going to try the unit in the office, make sure they're comfortable with it, um, make sure they can do it. Uh, and number two, for consent purposes, we're going to have a ten day duration for the patients to think about it, uh, and we'll call them back and see what they're how they're how they're thinking. What you know, this will be actually 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 after their first injection, they'll get the injection. Then they're not randomized yet. And then they'll they'll decide ten day duration if they really want to be part of the trial. That way, we won't have uh, um, unnecessary uh, dropouts in the trial. So overall, um, we we identified uh, recruitment barriers. We uh, I think we're going to rectify them in the larger scale trial. The patients uh, were sent uh, um, the surveys uh, after utilization of the uh, the system. They found we found out that they thought it was very easy to use, very easy to set up. And most of them wanted to continue utilizing the unit on a daily basis. We had a six-month duration for the trial. We had uh, about the 5.7 uh, mean uh, mean uh, injection rate uh, for the for the uh, for the duration. 5.7 injections for the six-month trial. We had an, a, a mean of uh, uh, 6.4 scans per week, so almost daily, which is pretty pretty good. The uh, the mean duration per eye for the scan was 47 seconds. So again, nothing that's uh, overly time consuming. Uh, again, very easy to use. So our compliance was high, and and again, the the recruitment uh, I think in the future would be better. And then what about the comparison? The the you know, tall, uh, um, uh AI algorithm uh, compared to our reading center uh, uh, data. 
uh, on the presence or absence of fluid. We actually had an agreement rate of 84% between uh, the two. Um, and, and for those that we had disagreement, the, uh, the amount of fluid was less than 10 nanoliters uh, in each case. So because of that as well, we decided to have 10 nanoliters, which could be noise sometimes on, on the home OCT or, or spectral domain in the office. Um, 10 nanoliter amount of fluid being the cutoff for a wet or dry definition for, uh, for the upcoming protocol. Well, that's exciting. That is, that is exciting. Um, what, um, what's the quality of the OCT that comes off the no-tell device? Uh, it's actually a great question, Kermit. It's actually very good. There, there's there, the, the unit itself does a quality analysis. So they come up with the MSI uh, manufacturer signal quality index um, per reading and anything uh, uh, graded two or above is good quality. In our, in our series, um, the mean uh, quality MSI uh, index was was a 4.5. So very good quality. And then uh, you know, we looked at these images. We, we weren't allowed to use them to, to uh, determine treatment in, in our trial. But again, in future trials, we are. Um, but, but we looked at the images. And actually, the quality is uh, excellent. The, the, uh, the technology, the software uh, is, is unbelievable. It has a fluid curve that you, that you look at. You click on that and pop, up pops the B scan. Um, and, and you can see uh, the, the level of the fluid um, as well. And and uh, you can again we compare this to the Spectre domain and office, but the technology is wonderful. You click on different days, you get different different B scans that pop up, and we can set the uh, the uh, um, alert system again for the future trial to ten nanoliters, and we're going to have it where where if it's ten nanoliters or or, or above uh, uh, three days uh, in a row, um, it sets off alert. Uh, to the physician. If it's 20 uh, nanoliters or greater at uh, one time, then it sets off an alert. Um, so I think the quality of images are great. The technology uh, works well. And I think uh, I think we're going to be able to treat patients more efficiently, more effectively, and, uh, and also have a little fun with it too, with this new technology. Tell us a little bit about the uh, planned clinical trial, the AO clinical trial. So, uh, so you know, uh, under the direction of DRCR uh, Retina Network, of uh, course, uh, with uh, Dan Martin and uh, Jenny Sun uh, as co-chairs, uh, which we we're very involved with uh, AK. Uh, the upcoming trial is called Protocol AO, and Christina Wang is going to be the, the chair of this one. And uh, it's going to look at um, home OCT uh, data uh, technology versus the normal uh, treat and extend uh, treatment protocol um, that we most of us use nowadays. So it's going to be a one-to-one -one randomization be between the two, and, and we're going to see how it compares the newer technology to really the standard of care treat and extend. We're going to look at uh, uh, treating patients, the uh, treatment of neovascular AMD, and uh, uh, utilizing uh, furosemab uh, for our, our drug of choice. So the, the latest drug with the latest imaging technology, an amazing combination. Right, right. Do you... Do you uh, do you think that the alerts will be too disruptive to practice? How will physicians incorporate alerts in getting patients back in or ev in evaluating them for treatment? Yeah, yeah, great question. We've been thinking about this, and so 
So, you know, we do, we do have other things going on. You're right. And busy schedules and the alerts are going to come through either texting, email, it's going to go to the physician, but also, you know, for the trial, it's going to go the, to the uh, study coordinator as well. So we're going to have safeguards in place uh, to make sure that, that someone gets the, uh, the message that the patient's having some, some trouble. And then, then it's just a matter again, the patient, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a stat that day, most, most cases, but I think within a few days is reasonable, just like we do any other patient, you know, some, some practices have the capability on that same day and we'll work with uh, hopefully within one or two days. So uh, do you, are, just to speculate in five years, do you think that uh, home OCT guided therapy will be something that's routinely used? I, I'm hoping so. I think it's gonna it's gonna make it easier for our patients, you know, for the patients' relatives that, that are responsible for driving them in every four to six weeks routinely. I think it's gonna avoid a lot of unnecessary visits to the to our to our offices. I think for us also it's gonna gonna make it a lot easier, make our lives easier and treat patients more effectively. So for for those patients that that you know do extremely well and maybe we're over treating. We can really delay their their visits and you know space out their visits to our office, uh, make it make it a lot easier for those patients that that we have on a longer duration. All of a sudden they have a problem. I think we can get them in a lot sooner than normal and, and get them treated appropriately. And hopefully save more vision that way. Well, that's great. Thank you so much, Kevin, for sharing this important and exciting news about uh, a new direction in treatment management. Thank you. Well, thank you, Carmen.